Do you really want your company to stand out in the crowded digital space? Do you want to get more people to know, like, and trust you with your story? Authentic Web Video Marketing Agency can help you to collect those stories, the stories that sell, connect the stories to the situation, produce the videos that you need in each of the situations, and then use the latest techniques, including video ads, retargeting, and email to deliver those video stories. Authentic Web is the video production and marketing agency trusted by top marketers to help their story stand out in a crowded space. Visit AuthenticWeb.media to learn more. In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show. Ian Garlic here, and our guest today has a deep background in TV, but now is an inbound marketing evangelist, and specifically on podcasts. We're going to have a lot of exciting to- talks about some cool topics. Dan Moyle from Interval- Interview Valet, thank you so much for being on. Thanks, Ian. Glad to be here, man. I'm, I'm excited. Awesome. Yes, and, and, and I just noticed we've got all, almost the same setup. Of microphones. <laughs> yeah, it's Very funny cool. when you do a lot of these podcasts, you're always like, what, what microphone is that person using? <laughs> Geek out a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I love our ATRs. Yeah, ATRs. Um, awesome. So, Dan, you used to be in TV. Tell me a little bit about how you got into TV news and where that took you. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm obsessed with music. Uh, however, I have zero talent for actually playing or singing. I, I won't sing for you. Um, but I, I I loved music way back in the day. I still do. But I thought, you know, I'm I'm out of out of high school, kind of done some college. I really want to get into like music production. And a friend of mine had this school over near near Detroit, and I'm about uh, two hours west of Detroit. So uh, it was all about radio broadcasting, TV, that kind of thing. And I thought, you know, maybe that'll lead into music production. Well, I went, I got a great education, worked in Detroit radio for a while, which was amazing. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, it was phenomenal. And then when I came back to Kalamazoo, uh, I knew that it wasn't going to be music production. So I went and I found a job at like a TV station, one at a radio station. And um, I said to myself, told myself, whatever comes full time first, so I can pay my bills. That's where I'll go. And it was TV. So which is, you know, kind of the, the that story. Now, it's funny because I I wasn't like your typical journalist. I didn't go to mm-hmm. Mizzou or something like that. But I'm I'm a writer. And so storytelling is a big passion. So for me, it worked out really well to be, you know, a, a news producer eventually. So that's awesome. I mean, that's a great talent to have in inbound marketing too. Is that journalism ta- talent and ta- storytelling because that's all it is, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so then, how did you get out of TV and and get into um, what you're doing? Yeah. So. I, I was in the newsroom and I was seeing how the news was going and wasn't all that excited about it. And I thought, you know, it's time to find something new. And I saw 
I guess kind of the writing on the wall that, you know, content marketing, video, social media, all this stuff was coming together. And I didn't have a name for it at the time, but I knew that was like, you know, look, I've got almost 10 years experience between all of that and PR and media and news. I should be able to find a job in marketing somewhere. And I started looking around at the big companies in town like Kellogg that makes cereal, uh, Stryker that does medical devices, you know, a Fortune 500 company, and they all just wouldn't even talk to me. I didn't have an MBA or, or anything to do with marketing mm-hmm. in, in my background. So, um, But at the same time, there was a, a regional mortgage bank that was that's headquartered in, in the Kalamazoo area, and they were looking at the same kind of marketing. Um, it was very cool because the owner of the company, Mark, had read a book uh, from Brian Halligan and Darmesh Shah, the ho- founders of HubSpot. And, of course, it's called Inbound Marketing. Uh, <laughs> you know, genius there on their part, right? But uh, he had read that and thought, you know, this sounds really cool. And then saw David Meerman Scott speak a couple of times about it, who, of course, is connected to HubSpot, too, um, and just thought, you know, this is what I have to do. So he he talked to his leadership team, and one of, one of them knew me through my ex-wife, which tells you don't burn your bridges totally. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she connected us and, and, and yeah, it was, you know, they, they courted me, which was amazing. Um, and I just, I launched the, the inbound marketing strategy for, uh, for that, that mortgage bank. So, and did you incorporate video into that strategy? Yeah, absolutely. From, from day one, you know, that was one of the things that they loved about coming from the newsroom is that I had been an editor, uh, a, a photographer. I knew what I was doing. Um, I had never been in front of the camera. So when I said, okay, I need this equipment, okay, great, no problem, you can have the equipment, we'll buy whatever you need. And I said, okay, now we have to hire a host. And they just kind of looked at me and said, well, you can be the host. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I don't know if you guys realize this, but I have a face for radio. Uh, (laughs) I don't want to be in front of the camera. But but I I took the challenge on and and really became – you know, the face of AmeriFirst for a long time and had a great time doing it. Uh, and now I do that for Interview Valet and I do it just, you know, for other things that I do and, and I really enjoy it. So, And so, you know, it's funny I glossed over what Interview Valet is because I work with you guys so much. But let's tell the audience a little bit about what Interview Valet does. Yeah, the, the short story is we take, you know, uh, our clients who happen to be, you know, authors, thought leaders, coaches, business owners, anybody that wants to reach an audience for a specific reason. And we help put them in front of those audiences through podcasting. And I love what Tom, the founder says, you know, when, when people talk about finding a new audience they're they want to reach everybody all at once. Right. And what Tom says is, look, there's plenty of fish in the ocean. There's more fish in the ocean than in a barrel, but isn't it easier to go fishing in a barrel? Yep. And so that's that's kind of how what we do. You know, that that analogy kind of brings you back to, you know, like on, on, on the Garlic Marketing Show, we're talking, you know, to marketers and people who are interested in this. So rather than just talk to everybody all at once on the big, great, great big interwebs, I'm talking to your listeners who are interested, hopefully, in what we're talking about. And it's a, a better fit. So that's so we help our clients get on those podcasts. And then we also help them, you know, market themselves on those podcasts. It's not just, hey, I'm talking to a bunch of people. But now as we talk and people are interested in, in maybe my story or what we do, I can say, yeah, go back to our website, you know, interviewvalet.com backslash garlic, and they can download this or look at that or whatever it is. So Yeah, and you put some cool stuff on there on interviewvalet.com slash garlic. Uh, what, what all did you put on there? Thank you for doing that. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, it's We've got a little download, uh, Nine Secrets to Getting Booked on Your First Podcast. So anybody that's listening that's like, you know, I kind of want to do this, they can go download that, and it's nine tips on how to basically be good and not, you know, really irk the hosts. So hopefully it's helpful. Um, 
And then I also I wrote a book, uh, How I Turned Journalism into an Inbound Marketing Career. And there's a free excerpt on there, um, which isn't just like the intro or the first paragraph. It's actually how to find this new marketer to lead your marketing revolution. Um, so it's a nice little excerpt there. Or you can buy the book. Uh, it's like, you know, seven bucks on Kindle. Um, or you can book time with us to talk about, you know, interview valet. And then for, y- for you guys now, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I looked at your, your background and what you do with video. And I, and I love video marketing. And so I actually also am going to put up on there um, a, a video marketing presentation that I did. It's a, it's a, a, a PDF, a slideshow, but it's got some tips in there and some kind of tricks and stuff like that. So I'll put it up for, for your listeners so they can see that too. Oh, that's awesome. That's super cool. And I love the fact that, you know, you did this for a big company. So, you know, and I mean, having a TV background, because you see a lot of these people out there. I mean, I've been doing it for 10 years, but I see a lot of people like, oh, yeah, I write a book. I have a camera. I know how to shoot video. I'm a video marketer. <laughs> right. And, and I'm like, no, that's not how it quite works. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, with that, I can only imagine how valuable all that stuff in there is. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I'm sure it's awesome. Um, so with, let's talk a little bit about the podcast guest thing, because I, I think podcasting, I talked to yesterday, I was, you know, I, I forget who I was talking to yesterday. Um, but they, someone was asking me like monetizing the podcast and like, it's not, for me, it's not about monetizing like directly. And I think that's where a lot of people think get the wrong impression about podcasting. It's it's such a middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel thing for me at least. You know, you're not going to make a ton of money selling advertising, but then being a podcast guest too, I would assume is kind of the same thing. It's like yeah, you get in front of other people, but there's a lot of other added benefits to it. Oh yeah, you know we've we found that if the more you can draw people in with your story and then get them interested in what you're talking about and convert them from a passive listener to an active lead or uh, subscriber or whatever it is, there's huge value there. So everything from you know SEO in the show notes, you know, I know when 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 you link to to those folks that have been on your your guests that have been on your on your uh, podcast, you know, that's a huge thing because your SEO that link juice passes along to to my website yeah. kind of thing, right? Um, so that's huge. Uh, just being you know, in front of a new audience. I mean, if I were to, if I were to start my own podcast, it would take, you know, months or years to build an audience. Mm-hmm. You have one. So why not just talk to that audience that already is engaged and enjoys what they're listening to? So it's a, it's a really cool thing. I was, when Tom launched this a little over a year and a half ago, whatever it was, um, you know, he and I have been friends for seven years or whatever it's been now. And, and I've watched him do some really cool stuff in the world. And now when he launched this, I thought, man, I want to be a part of that. This sounds so interesting to talk to people who want to be on podcasts, to talk to podcasts, to listen to them. And, and I just, I was excited to, to start with him this year. So that's awesome. Um, you know, I, I think one of the things is just getting to talk to people directly about business. Like we, we had a little bit of chit chat before the show, but you know, there, there, if you and I were just meet in the real world, I mean, not that this is in the real world, but if we were to meet like at a <laughs> conference or something, we'd ha- have 15, 20 minutes of getting to know you instead of going down to business. Like if I had to be like, hey, tell me the entire story, that'd be a weird conversation. But here it's right. awesome. And we get to, down to business and then I, which I like a lot, especially like I'm naturally introverted. So it, that doesn't mean I'm the shy. It just means I don't like small talk. And so yep. th- that's been an added benefit. It's just getting to know people like yourself. Very cool. And then, and do you, I mean, so as a podcast, you always think of audio, but you do video too. Do you like, do you like to cross those things over? How do you do, how do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love, 
I, I, cause I like acing the person. Um, you know, it's like I, I've had Perry Marshall on Gary Vaynerchuk. We actually did a live video. Um, and, you know, cut it up and put it onto YouTube and, and having different versions of it. Um, the Gary Vaynerchuk one is actually on Amazon Prime now. You can watch it and, um, and wow. you know, optimizing it and having videos because people, everyone learns in a different way. Everyone absorbs content in a different way. So if someone wants to see something, boom, they can see it. Uh, but the great part about podcasts, I know, like someone told me the other day that like that I've known for a while, they're like, oh, yeah, I've listened to like 10 of your episodes. I'm like, and they said nonchalantly, but I'm like, you listen to 10 hours of me talking, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, you know, which is really cool. Um, but you know, back to the, the, the guest thing, I think it's just, it, yeah. it's a very cool way for someone to get on and get to know people and get feedback and give their information out there. Um, so that's awesome. You're doing that. So video marketing, when you were at, um, uh, you were at Amera first, is that where you were? Yeah. yeah when yep. you were, when you were there, um, what were some of the ways that you used video marketing? Uh, you know, you, you think about a mortgage bank is not real, you know, sexy and exciting and like, Oh, I can't wait to watch a video about how a mortgage works. Um, so I, w- I never, I never went into it thinking I was going to be really funny or really, you know, quippy or really, you know, quote unquote interesting. But what I did is I decided I wanted to help people, you know, by getting a mortgage is so complicated. Mm-hmm. And, and especially at Amerifirst, they do such great niche products. There's a couple of like renovation loans they do, or they really help first-time home buyers. They do some zero-down things that are legit. Um, it was really complicated, and so I always wanted to go into it saying, uh, the strategy was for me: how do we help people? What questions are they asking? How do we answer it? And how do we do it with a, a thought leader, an expert that makes them feel comfortable when they watch it, so that they go, "Yeah, I trust these guys." And and so that was my entire strategy. Uh, we did some other fun stuff too, or some kind of that that tertiary or that peripheral stuff where when you own a home, there's so many other things that you have to kind of think about, right? You know, how to maintain your home, yard stuff. Oh, it's fall. Do I need to do anything different to my yard to get ready for winter? You know, because of course I'm in Michigan, so we have snow. Um, <laughs> a little so, bit. <laughs> a little bit. So we did some videos like that too, you know, which were fun ones, you know, five tips to get your yard ready for fall or whatever for the winter. Um, but but our, our bread and butter was really those interviews. And it's funny that people, you mentioned the, the, the person who has a, a video camera, read a book, and they're like, hey, I'm a video marketer. And they, they tell you, well, do everything in 30 seconds or less and do it really cool and funny. And like, no, actually, our one of our most watched videos for the longest time was an 11-minute interview between my ugly mug and another dude who was not great to look at. Nice guy. Love the dude. <laughs> but the two of us who like – like, like you're going to watch us and listen to us. And it was 11 minutes about a specific mortgage product. And I, I asked questions. He answered it. We talked very authentically and very real and people watched it. And it wasn't just like I watched the first minute and I'm out. I mean, 70% of the people watched 70% of the video. Great engagement. Wow. Um, so that was, yeah, that's, that's a how, lot. That's incredible, right? That's a lot. I mean, when you talk about a mortgage video, that's that's yeah. like 80 minutes of something good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, I mean, you made a good point. It's But I think the key there is providing value. And, you know, what is valuable? Not People think video marketing, I think you said in there, like advertising, I, I was reading in one of your bios, like advertising is dead. And people think video marketing, they think of making an ad. And that's not it at all, is it? 
No, yeah, I don't think so at all. I mean, it it is fun to do ad like videos sometimes, and we did we did a few, but even those, I'm not trying to be the next you know Chanel number no. five or the next you know uh, Budweiser commercial. I'm trying to do something that's maybe 30 seconds, a little bit of music, some good copy, but it's still helpful and engaging, not just you know the the next award winning ad that you know Madison Avenue created that nobody cares about, right? Exactly. So. Awards yeah. don't get don't work. I mean, award winning ads just don't work generally. Right. <laughs> yeah, we always make fun of that because I have an agency mastermind with my friend Jason, and you know we're like, you don't want awards because that means you're you're going to after the wrong audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are not your customer. Um, yep. Yeah, that's so. You left and and now um, your CMO. Here at Interview Valet, how are you using video at all at Interview Valet? We are just starting to. Um, I've been with Tom uh, at Interview Valet for a little over a month now, so we're, I'm still pretty new. I've learned a lot of the processes, a lot of the customers. I'm having a great time with that. We're we're trying to kind of dial in the customer service thing. Uh, that they've always been really good at it. Now we're trying to put processes in place, and it's a lot of fun. Um, coming up in the next you know months, we're going to start adding a lot more video. But what we are doing. You know, I think of video marketing as not just the marketing, bringing the leads, but also how do we delight our our customers, delight our hosts, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of our uh, one of our a member of our concierge team, she decided to start doing video pitches. Nice. So rather than just send a one sheet and say, "Hey, here's somebody that might be good for your show," she's actually sitting down and using video to tell a story in a matter of a couple of minutes and say, "Here's somebody that I think would work really well for your show and why." And yep. it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know, because I get the emails from these people, I don't know who they are, and then you get to know them, and when we see someone's face, they become our friend, right? That's <laughs> I love that. That's great. Yeah, it, it's Very it's true. so true. You know, if I watch their faces, I become the friend. It's and when someone's your friend, you, what do you do? You buy from them. Whether it's you know buying means accepting them, someone else on the podcast, or just opening up your information. I think that's super cool. Um, is she using a specific technology to do that? I mean, uh yeah, Loom video. Yeah, just do a, a quick Loom, throw in the email, and send it, and it's awesome. Yeah, we'll put a uh, we'll put a link to Loom in the show notes. We're using it too. And to your point, that's I try and you know, get across. Marketing is not just about getting leads, and video marketing doesn't it shouldn't be about getting leads. It should be telling the story over and over and over again. Customer delight, telling people how things are going to work. Process videos they're so important, so I love that you know you're 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 using it like that um you know what, being a cmo this is always interesting to me because I get a lot of entrepreneurs on, but I don't get cmos a lot um and we're we're I'm starting to get more of them more marketing officers I had Christopher Lockhead on I think you guys I don't know who set that up um you know but great cmos so it's a different thought process. What are your challenges as a marketing officer versus being an entrepreneur? Um, you know, I think I face the challenge of how to, and, and I suppose it might be the same as an entrepreneur, but maybe they don't think of it this way. I face the challenge of how to break through the noise or how to become engaging in that noise, right? You know, you look at the the marketing landscape, and yeah, inbound marketing is a great tool. Content marketing is amazing, but really, there's become so much noise. So I face the challenge of setting us apart. And how to do that through technology, through strategy, uh, through feelings, you know, all, all of that that comes with marketing. And so that's one of my biggest challenges is how to how to really differentiate us 
from anybody else in the world, whether it's true competition of the same service or it's competition for attention. And, you know, and I mean, let's face it, it, podcast interview marketing is a very, very new thing. And it's not, you know, we're, we're kind of leading the charge with that, which I'm real proud to be a part of that. But it's, we compete then with SEO, with uh, paid ads, with Facebook ads, with TV and radio, maybe. Uh, you know, our competition isn't just other podcast uh, placement services. It's everything else out there. So that's one of my biggest challenges is how to, how to showcase that and really teach people why it's so much more valuable. That's awesome. And um, how are you, are you using video to do that, I'm assuming? We are starting to, yeah. One of the, like you said, it's, it's, it's not just the leads, right? It's the process videos and it's how to delight your customers. And so one of the things that we're doing right now, we, we're just wrapping up tomorrow uh, a survey, the state of podcast interviews, and we're gathering as much data and information as we can to tell the story of podcast interviews and podcasting in general right now. So in the, in the coming months, we'll launch the state of podcast interviews report. And I want to do it with video, with infographics, with blog articles, everything. But I really want to do it with video. That's one of my biggest pushes with, with, uh, with what we're doing. And, and Tom totally agrees. I love it. He's, he's bought in. So that's good. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So we'll be, we'll be using video for that. Um, we'll be using video for processes as we teach how valuable it is. Then we'll start to say, okay, like you said, you know, onboarding videos, man. You know, when, when you sign up as a client with us and you see one of us or your concierge saying, hey, welcome to the interview valley, the interview valet uh, family, you know, that's so much more powerful. So we'll, we're definitely going to be differentiating ourselves with that kind of stuff. Awesome. Awesome. I love yeah. to hear it. Love to hear it. It's, it's, it's it, because in the end, yeah, it's an interview valet, but people are buying from you guys. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a, it's a relationship thing, right? I mean, you know, one of our, one of our core values at interview valet is that relationships are the ultimate currency, right? And not that you want to trade relationships for things, but that is, that is a currency, right? The more mm-hmm. I trust you, the more I'm going to work with you. Like you said, give my information, maybe open my wallet, whatever it is, open my Rolodex. Open your emails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, I get totally. so much email and I'm like, oh, I got to open that email and it's a choice. And it's like, whose email am I going to open? It's not because Absolutely. I don't like someone. It's just because I don't have time. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's great. Um, you know, I, I love to talk about stories and success stories. Um, I know you've been there for a month, but I'm sure you went around and found some of the success stories at Interview Valet. Uh, anything you can tell me about that's really you've seen it really work well. Or like someone's like, yeah, this is awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, quite a few of our folks are authors, and so they'll do virtual book tours. And I know that uh, quite a few of them have had great success in that. As far as you know, it used to be when you'd write a book, you'd have to then get a publicist, uh, get a manager, hope that the publisher uh, promotes you, does a book tour, or whatever. You've got to you know buy a thousand books that you have to go sell out of the back of your car, or whatever. Right now. You work, do something like what we do and do a virtual book tour, get on a bunch of podcasts that all kind of launch at the same time, and you watch your website traffic grow. You see the sales come up on Amazon, and we've had quite a few of those of those come up, um, which is really cool. We just had uh, one, of our, one of our clients, uh, Bob, was on the Steve Harvey uh, show last night that is the yeah, um, age is not a factor or something like that, like where he, he has – senior generation folks on there that are doing amazing things. And so, um, it was just, it was so much fun to watch Bob be on there and do these shadow puppets, which isn't necessarily what he does, <laughs> but, but he did it. And, and, um, 
for Steve. And it was just, it was really funny. It was fun to see happen. And not that necessarily that we put him on there, but that he was there doing that. His name's Bob Stromberg and he's just a great dude. And it's, it was really cool to see that, that kind of, the more he gets known with podcasts and builds his reputation, the more he can do things like that, which is really cool. So that's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's such a it's a it's a great thing. Plus, the added benefit of podcasts versus anywhere else is that they're just there, and and someone can download it any time instead of and and look through it any time, which is really really cool. So, yeah. when if you're gonna what what are your tips at being a pod a good podcast guest and having success on the podcast? Um, you know, we found that one of the a couple of the biggest things are you need to define exactly what type of listener that you want to talk with. So it's not just, you know, Hey, I want to talk to people, figure out exactly <laughs> who your dream customer is, right? Your avatar, your buyer persona. Um, so that's, so that's a good thing. You know, if I came on here and started talking about something that wasn't marketing or video marketing and you were like, man, what are you doing? Like that wouldn't be a good guest. Right. So that's, that's one of them. Um, I love the idea of picking just five podcasts to target for your initial initial interviews. Again, it's kind of that idea of, you know, find I want I want to I want to do everything all the time to everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, find find five that are really important to you, and target those and try and get in with them. Um, avoid that awkward cold email request and establish the relationship with the host instead. So listen to the show, leave a comment, post a review, you know, connect with them on social media. Like you said, I and make it about a relationship, right? Yep. Um, and then one of our biggest ones that we found is that. Uh, making a one-page pitch sheet to use as a reference. So that's one of the things that we offer as part of our service. Um, Include your professional headshot, your contact info, a third-person introduction, topics that you're able to discuss, um, maybe a testimonial if you can, that kind of thing. And finally, just follow up professionally. You know, everybody has, you know, other primary jobs. You know, you have your, your agency or whatever. Lack of a response doesn't mean no. Professionally following up with them, you know, every week or every couple of weeks for like a month to make sure that you're doing the right thing just to kind of help keep that relationship going. Yes. Those are, that's great tips. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, where, where do you see, you know, you're talking about coaches, consultants, but I see there's a lot of opportunity in podcasts in other businesses. And I think podcasts being a podcast guest in other businesses. Are there any unique places, unique industries, unique opportunities that you don't see people taking advantage of, from the podcast guest side that you think maybe coming down the road that they should be really thinking about? You know, I can see um, the world of recruiting really taking advantage of the podcast relationship and the podcast world um, and audiences, not take advantage of the audience, but that sounded really bad. Um, <laughs> I take advantage. I, I take advantage of my audience all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. Uh, good thing you don't have an HR department, right? Um, <laughs> No, but I, I can see I can see recruiting really taking advantage of all that. You know, I, I would say if you know if I look back at like let's say Amerifirst and, and the owners there, Mark and Dave, if they really wanted to become kind of thought leaders and bring in new talent and really make a name for themselves, doing some kind of a podcast tour to talk about their story and why this company is so great, et cetera, they could bring in you know new branches or new um, new staff or whatever it is. And I, and I think you can do that with many many industries. You know, recruiting would be a huge one. I would say that's interesting. I haven't thought of that. And you know, one of my friends, 
uh, who will now listen to this is big in the staffing world as a staffing consultant and recruiting yeah. consultant. And it, it's interesting because it, it, it's, it, it's such a cool thing because you get to be in someone's ear. But to your point, I've heard you say this a few times, and obviously I love storytelling, but telling a story, you kept saying, tell your story, tell your story. Why is that? Why do you see that that's so important as a podcast guest instead of just saying, Hey, I do this and this is how you do it. I mean, from the days of the very first cave drawings and the first fire story, right? We are consumers of stories and we are storytellers, you know? And so I just think it's so much more powerful. You know, if I, you know, going back to like how I got into marketing, if, if I just said, oh yeah, you know, America first found me, great, no problem. Okay, that that's okay. But then I added the the idea that, or the, the fact that the person who hired me knew my ex-wife and reached out to her and said, hey, yeah. this is a thing that I think Dan would like. And then I say, you know, don't burn your bridges. Yeah, it's a little bit of a joke, but it's true. And that story brings about like, okay, so that's really cool. So I just think stories, telling a story is so important. Um, and stories have beginnings, middles, and ends, yep. right? And, and so just sitting here throwing out facts, okay, it's fine. But if I tell a story that has an arc of some kind, um, it keeps people a little bit engaged and, and they, hopefully they enjoy it. Um, I, I, obviously, you, years of journalism, you, you have the capability of finding stories. Is that something you help your clients with as well, help them find their stories? Do they come to you and go, I don't, I don't know if I have a good story, or does everyone come to you and go, oh, I've got a great story? I've seen so far, in the, in the short time I've been doing this with, with Interview Valet, I've seen so far that most people kind of have an idea about their story, um, but then it's up to us to kind of pull it out a little bit more even and say, that's a great story, you're right, and here's another side to that. And they go, oh, yeah, okay. Um, so that's it's a little a, bit of a mix, yeah. Can you, you can give an example or a general thing because i i think you're right and a lot of times the part of their our stories that we've told so much we put off to the side even though it's the best part because we've told it so much so you know how do you find that how do you you tell what that is and what is it yeah i mean i think you know that we we're working with a a guy right now who um we just brought on board and and we're going to start writing his one sheet in his story and he um his name's uh Travis Chapel and Travis is a, a young guy out of Southern California and he is uh, an entrepreneur and he's helping people network and and so he's he's got a good story about how he went through what he did but I also think it's a great story to pull out of that is the fact that even at just you know in his early 20s he already has life experience he already has ideas it, age doesn't necessarily matter and so I'd like to make that a part of his story um, I haven't pitched it to him yet so we'll see if he listens to this maybe he'll find it <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I, th- I think that'll be part of the of the the pitch that we use is man here's here's a really cool idea that a, a young person a, a millennial that we hear so much negative about actually has a really cool idea here's he's here to help and here's why um, that's one of them that I think I, I'd pull out of that story yeah interesting yeah um, so going forward wh- what are your guys dreams with interview valet what where do you see this going how are you going to really take it to the next level as the marketing officer um you know i love the idea that you need to be a category king right and you mentioned christopher lockett earlier and i think he's the one that kind of coined this yep. um tom tom quotes him quite a bit <laughs> uh and and he's and he's and christopher's a great dude um yes. but to be category king is our goal and so you know you've got You've got marketing as a giant umbrella, right? And then you have, you know, social media marketing, which I always cringed at when I was in 
in marketing at AmeriFirst. It's like, really, all you do is social media? But anyway, <laughs> but, I, but I can totally see that as as a specialty, right? You've got your social media specialist or, or your social media you know, expert. You've got your email marketing. It is different, right? You've got um, your search engine marketing, all these different things that while it's not an entire industry, it's certainly a part of marketing. And I love that idea. And so to me, podcast interview marketing is one of those next niches. I My goal is to make Interview Valet as common of a name as, let's say, um, MailChimp or Emma or Constant Contact. Uh, I want to make it as, as you know, in, in email marketing, I want to make it as commonplace as HubSpot or Marketo. I want to make it as commonplace as you know Facebook ads, whatever. And so that's my goal is to make podcast interview marketing a whole category, and we are the category king. And and I think we just do it by by doing what we're doing, by delighting our customers, uh, delighting our podcast hosts, by talking about it and educating folks, and bringing things like the state of podcast interview uh, marketing to the to the forefront. That report out in a, in a few months. That's going to be our goal, and I'm. I'm stoked to do it. Awesome. That's yeah. that's exciting stuff. That is exciting stuff. And I, I love the fact that, you know, talking about being a category king because there, there are so many categories out there. And you're, you're, you guys have invented a new category. Let's let's focus on it instead of going, okay, now we're going to build your websites. We're going to do all this stuff. It's like, boom, there you go. It's a new type of marketing. That is yep. fantastic. Um, you know, I want to leave with like – you talk about storytelling in a noisy world. Besides making a, a category king or finding that one little thing, are there any tips that you say someone can look at their story and go, you know, like on the news, when did you know that story was going to click? When do you know that story is going to click? Is there something that we should look for to make sure we know that story clicks? I think the biggest thing to know when a story clicks is to, first of all, know your audience. If you know – so like for me being in southwest Michigan – I knew that my audience probably would be interested in these kinds of news items or these kinds of stories, these kinds of things, right? And so if you're if you don't know who your audience is, you have no idea what they're gonna be interested in. So start with the audience. Start with your your buyer persona, your avatar, your demographics, your behavioral, uh, you know, your psychographics, all that kind of thing. Really know your audience, and then you'll start to see what stories they want to know and and how to tell them. Because even if even if your story isn't necessarily something that they want to hear right now, if you know how to how to tell it in the way they want to hear it, now it becomes a story they want to hear. So while you know twenty five year old uh, folks twenty five year olds may not necessarily want to hear about a mortgage, they're going to want to hear about home or you know why a tiny house is better than a McMansion. All these other things that then they go, oh okay, now I get it. And so it's really knowing your audience first and foremost. That's awesome. Uh, that's it's such a crucial thing too. That you know, it's funny because people come to us and they want to they want help with telling their story. Well, I'm like, who are you talking to? Well, we can talk to anyone. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I if you tell the same story at a bar as you tell at your church, well, you're going to be a really bad storyteller for the most part, <laughs> unless you're a special kind of church or a special kind of bar. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, I love that. So that's uh, that's a great point. Um, Dan, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been awesome to have you. Uh, it's exciting to see it. I want to have you back at you know at six month point. See what's going on with the Interview Valet. I'm sure we'll be in contact. Um, but y'all go check out Dan. Go to interviewvalet.com and also interviewvalet.com slash garlic. Uh, there's the video marketing sheet. What else is on there again? Let's t- tell them again, Dan. 
Yeah, man. Uh, Nine secrets to getting booked on your first podcast. So anybody that wants to get into podcast interviews, that'll help with a few tips. Um, an excerpt of how I went from journalism into inbound marketing. Uh, or you can buy the book, of course, which is always nice. Um, but the excerpt is really should be really helpful if you're a, a business that wants to find that or if you're a journalist that wants to get out. Um, and then, yeah, and the, the video marketing presentation or if you're to that point where you're like, you know what? I love podcast interview marketing. I really want to get into it. You can book time with me or Tom through that. So fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show. Hey, man, it was a pleasure, Ian. Thank you so much, bro. I appreciate. I, I like your show. It's a lot of fun to to listen to. So awesome. Cool. Thank you so much. That's uh, see. That's another tip: is compliment the guest or compliment the host on the way out. There you go. <laughs> if you don't listen to the show, just tell them, listen to one and tell them you listen to it. Uh, <laughs> and thank you all so much for bringing Dan and I on your journey. This has been Ian Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs>